Welcome to the Babe Lounge. I'm your host, B. I'm a high school senior photographer helping build confidence in teens while capturing memorable moments. I cannot get enough seeing my seniors come in and leave their senior photo experience with 10,000 times more confidence than they came in with. If you're a high schooler, finally a senior, just graduated, or even a freshman in college, this podcast is for you. Each week, I and sometimes special guests. We'll be bringing you the tips and resources on all things we wish we knew in high school, as a senior, and even transitioning into college. I'm so excited for you to be here, so let's jump right on into it. Welcome back to the Babe Lounge. I am here with one of my past seniors from like a year ago, which time has been flying. It's it's crazy. Welcome to the podcast, Caitlin. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Really good. How are you? Good. So you're at college and you went away for college. So yes. can you tell me a little bit about like what made you kind of choose like going away, staying close, which you didn't like go cross country, but like how you kind of decided where you wanted to go to college based on like location? Absolutely. I was kind of in a place where I knew I did not want to stay at home. Um, I knew that I didn't want to live at home, uh, but I wanted to be close enough that I could come home if I needed to. Mm -hmm. So I kind of gave myself a time limit of like five hours away and looking at my options within there for what I wanted to major in. uh, Missouri State just made the most sense for me. Yeah. So, I mean, Missouri State is a fairly popular school for like going to college, going to like a bigger school um, for Missouri. And I feel like St. Louis a lot. It's it's that or usually like Mizzou for like big school campus wise. What made you pick that? Like was Mizzou even like in the running or you were like, no, like Missouri State's probably going to be where I'm going to end up. So I've had quite a few people from my family and like close family friends that came to Missouri State. So I kind of already had that understanding of the culture here. And I just know that after my visit here and my tour it was just a really good fit for where I wanted to be. Are you in a sorority? So I am but it's not a panhellenic sorority. I am in a service sorority so it's a lot smaller and our main focus is just service. There's no house or anything like that so just like a group of us to get together once a week we do some service projects like that. So what made you want to join like the service-based sorority versus like a panhellenic sorority? Um, A lot of it was just the amount of involvement. Um, I know that panhellenic sororities are like involved in so many different things and I was just not willing to give up that amount of time But also my boyfriend's mom was in the same service sorority when she came here. So that's kind of how I like knew about it. Um, But it's just like a lot smaller scale, which is also more for me compared to like hundreds of people in a Pantelonic sorority. No, that totally makes sense. Um, Did she like talk to you about it beforehand or was it something that you're like, okay, no, I want to go into some sort of service and like you're like oh i knew she was in one um she had always talked to me about it whenever i decided i was coming to missouri state just because like going to the same place is like kind of exciting but she would tell me the things that she did when she was here and things that she thought that i'd be really interested in so she gave me some more information about it and then 
during the student involvement fair is when I actually their table and like went and talked to them and got some information. I was a little more up to date. <laughs> um, but I'm really glad that I joined it. It gives me a little bit of a sense of community without having to be involved in something so time like so much of a time commitment and so involved with like a lot of people. Yeah. Um did you know like going to a big school you wanted to be involved in something in some way and that was kind of like the thing that clicked for you or did you kind of go in more well you know if I find something I find something if I don't like I don't mind not being involved right away um I came here knowing I wanted to do something I was pretty involved in high school so I felt like I would miss that aspect of school if I didn't find something uh, and talking with my mom, she had said that I should find something related to my major and something that I was just interested in. So I joined psychology club and Ooh. I joined the service sorority. Okay. Psychology club. I love psychology. Like, I think it's so fascinating that in sociology, um, which like a club that, that definitely sounds very cool. Um, when was it hard for you to decide to like I know you said you you know had decided that you wanted to leave but like like what were the things that like made you potentially want to stay close but they just didn't outweigh your reasons to go farther away yeah so I think some of the only things that were like making me want to stay close are family and just like leaving what I know I am a person that does not like change very much. So deciding to just kind of uproot and move across the state was kind of overwhelming at first. But I think that being on my own, I really saw it and still do see it as an opportunity to grow as a person. And I didn't think that I would have those same opportunities if I did choose to stay in St. Louis. Yeah. No, I definitely like that perspective because, I mean, everyone has their own preference and you know I feel like a big thing about moving away when you're even if you stay here and like live on campus you're still very close to your family so you know not that like you feel that security but like where you are not saying that you're you're not secure but you don't have the option to like quickly drive home in 40 minutes or so to go home for dinner kind of thing um it's a little bit more inconvenient of a drive. So being able, you know, when you have to make quick decisions, you are doing it more independently. Um, was that like scary at first and you've gotten used to it or were you always, you know, more confident in making decisions for yourself? Like even even when it comes to like picking out what you're gonna have for dinner, like, so, you know, usually your parents made that decision for so many years. Yeah, I think that I've always been someone that makes decisions independently, but by my own choice and mm -hmm. moving away kind of like took away that choice. It's harder to get your parents' opinion on things when you are three hours away. Um, there's no time difference, so it's always just like a phone call away, but still even just that like separation there can make decision making a lot harder. I know something that like I personally feel like I call my parents about all the time registering for classes I'm like oh do you think this is a good idea do you think I should take this at this time or this at this time and they're like it's your life like what classes you need to take you know what your schedule is going to look like for work and stuff like that so it's just hard to like not have the like people to like bounce ideas from yeah what do you what's your um now what's your answer to like 
preference on when to take classes time-wise because I know some people are like earlier in the day and I can just get you know everything done and then I have the rest of the day or it's like no I want to wait till as last minute as they offer because I need to like sleep in I am definitely a morning person Mm -hmm. I like to have my classes early I've not taken an 8 a.m. nor do I think I will, but <laughs> not that early. Early, but not. <laughs> yeah, my classes are at nine and nine thirty. Most of the days is when I start, but and then I'm done by one forty-five. So I like having the afternoon and evening to get homework done and stuff like that. So I really enjoy morning classes. I know they're not for everybody, but I certainly enjoy mine being earlier in the day. Yeah, when I was doing, like, in-person and, like, the in-person slash, like, Zoom classes, like, partially on campus, I would not take a class earlier than 9.30. Like, 9.30, I was like, I'm not doing an 8 a.m., especially being a commuter. No, thank you. Like, I mean, you do what you want, and if you if I lived on campus, I think it would be a little bit different. Um, but I was like, my brain just does not function and learn, and, like, if I have to take a test, like, I always planned it out. Like, if I have to take a test on this day, would I be able to mentally function and remember all the things that I've learned at this time? And it's usually, you know, for 8 a.m.s. Yeah. Well, so next semester I will be living off campus. So that definitely is changing the way I look at scheduling a little bit because I have like a morning routine that I have every morning and um, now having to allot for driving time will definitely change the way I look at it. Right. So I've looked at more like... 9.30 and 10 class times, but definitely still early in the day. Earlier, yeah. Yeah. No, I I like – that's how I am. I would rather get it done earlier than Mm -hmm. wait because I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Now what do I do? I'm just going to sit around. No, I'm going to be pre-stressing about my class and what maybe homework I'm going to get when I could just be getting it over right now. Um, So – or, you know, doing – the night before it's homework because I had a late class like that that's not I have to get it all in one day if I can um with COVID because I you graduated 2021 so that was like kind of after but it was still trailing did moving like a little bit farther away was that a little scary for you I mean it is still like a day trip to get here and back but but it's not you know a quick 30 minute drive yeah I I think that Missouri State's done a really good job of making COVID precautions and regulations like manageable and easy. Um, I think that it was really scary towards, it was last semester when COVID numbers were a little bit higher mm-hmm. because Springfield has significantly higher numbers than other areas of Missouri. So And it's very like saturated because it's a college town. Like that's yeah, all that's there. Right. Yeah, and so I was worried coming home sometimes because my grandma lives at my house. Mm-hmm. So I was worried coming from this like super saturated, super high COVID number town to St. Louis. Not that St. Louis's numbers were ever that great, but just right. like bringing it both ways. I was just a little bit concerned about that. But yeah, I I remember like the panic of people. I was like, thank goodness I live close to home and I don't live on campus. But I remember like some of the schools were giving them like, you know, two hours. Not not actually. It was more like forty eight hours to move out or twenty four hours to move out or or two weeks. But like when everything started shutting down, like 
people at like my school that lived in like other countries were panicking like how do I get home how do I get my stuff there like like no one knew what was gonna happen and no one knew like if they left back like to go back home like to Canada or like I think like overseas borders and like planes had already shut down by then so they had to find homes from like friends or whoever would let them stay with them for the time being but like no one knew if they'd ever be able to get back to campus and get their stuff so like they're like what do I take and that was I just I was thankful that that was not me yeah and I'm really lucky that that was not my semesters so that was like I think it was junior year is when COVID started for me Mm -hmm. so by the time I was moving on campus everything had kind of been controlled enough where I haven't had a scare of needing to move and come home right away at all. That's good. But again, you are still fairly close where you're not like states away that um, you could, I'm sure, pack up some things, the necessary things, and then get home Absolutely. quickly enough. Um, what are What are the biggest like tips or like things that not surprised you, but you know, not and it not took you by shock but the things that you know you didn't realize were going to be responsibilities like of living alone or you know even with like a roommate but like living without your parents that you have tips to like you know let people know like oh that's a thing or this is what I've kind of learned and this is what can help you from my experience um I think something that was kind of shocking is that dining hall food is not as bad as everyone makes it sound I will say It's not great, but it's not bad. So, I mean, definitely take advantage of that. Um, I think dorm living is harder than I thought it was going to be. Just having that lack of privacy. I think something that is really important to do is to kind of like set boundaries with your roommate or suite mates, depending on like what kind of Mm -hmm. dorm you're living in. But we have established sort of on the phone like we're going to be in the living room area just kind of like pass on through um and stuff like that i think that sharing a room has never been something that i've had to do before but i just got really lucky with my roommate i have no like roommate (laughs) horror stories that is good Um, yeah um we're very very similar and i think it's important to just like have conversations about what you expect from having a roommate what you expect from each other just to avoid any conflicts that don't need to happen yeah back to the food thing really quickly i agree mm-hmm. and i think especially compared to high school it is like a gourmet meal in Absolutely. general it's not like you know it's not like fast food necessarily but it's definitely a lot better um than it was in high school when it comes to the roommate now, um, I love that, like, setting boundaries. I think, you know, you a lot of times people assume, like, oh, they're going to be this way or they're going to be that way or they know to keep things clean, which, like, sometimes when you're stressed, you let a little couple things go and, you know, not having the rules set prior to can cause more issues later on. What were some rules that, like, you set in the beginning um, with your roommate? And you have sweet mates, too, or you just have a roommate? Yeah, I live in a suite. Um, It is three rooms of two. I'm in a weird situation though. Not all of our rooms are full. Okay. But so right now it's me, my roommate, and we have one suite mate. Okay. Um, But roommate wise, something that we really had to talk about is that 
I get up really early, she stays up really late. Mm. So we are kind of on like opposite morning and night schedules. Mm. So our thing is when I wake up, I am quiet, obviously, get ready, leave for the day, do what I need to you do. You just slam but all the I'm cabinets going, and all the drawers. I can just <laughs> close see it, you know? everything. Yes. Um, but whenever I'm getting ready to go to bed, she'll like bring her computer or like if she's talking on the phone or something, she'll come out in the living room and I'll just like go to bed. So when she so comes you... in, she's super quiet too. Okay. So you guys, sh- like your setup is like the bedroom is a sharing space, but then there's like another room that is the living room. Yeah. So okay. we have three rooms like attached to a living room and a bathroom. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Because I know other dorms are, you share like, it's like the room and then like the living room is also in the same room. And then there's the bathroom that separates you and like your suite mates. So, but I, I yeah, do like, a little bit different. yeah, I do like that the living room is a separate room because then that's like the room to be like semi loud in, you know, you don't have to be quiet because someone's sleeping right next to you. But I mean, figuring out the hours of saying like, hey, these are the reasonable hours, like late wise and early wise, but like, please try to be quiet at other times. Um, What, is there any other things that like, maybe you learned along the way that you didn't establish in the front end that you're like, oh wait, no, that was kind of important. Um, I think our biggest thing was probably like, when we worked on homework. I am a get it done in the same day kind of person. I yeah. like to get all my homework done the day I get it or with it like within a reason. Um, and I think that having different like homework schedules is something that I didn't really foresee. Um, in high school, I feel like all classes have the same kind of homework schedules and the same kind of homework. Right. But that is definitely not the case in college. So I think that us having different majors so we have different loads mm-hmm. is just a different expectation homework wise that we did not expect to have to talk about right um when you say like doing homework times like like is if you would all work on homework kind of together like separately but like together and just make it like this is homework time and we're all gonna like do whatever assignments is that what you mean like study tables um, I mean more just like I mean more like quiet time, like I'm working on an assignment, like she's not like blaring music, not that she does, but just like, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, no, definitely having, that 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 would be hard. Um, I would say I've never had to deal with that, but that's definitely a time to get noise-canceling headphones if it, like, truly bothers you. Um, and again, like, be respectful to, like, other people, but, like, I would totally understand, like, what if you got your homework done and you didn't have to do anything and you wanted to, like, I mean, not Blair music, that would be ridiculous, but like, you know, listen to music and sing along. I don't know, but like, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good thing to like kind of have that kind of established because like if someone's loud all the time, like I can't personally focus. So that wouldn't have been like a thing that I thought about mm-hmm. when it comes to I. this is the thing that I always hear horror stories about is when like you have company over or like your roommate or sweet mates have company over. Did you find like you had to set any rules, any boundaries, anything like that? Um, I don't think that we really had a problem, me and my roommate that I like to share my bedroom with. We've never had a problem with that. I've had some friends come and stay with me 
and it's always just been like a unspoken just respect like this is also her bedroom mm-hmm. um we did have a suite mate that has moved out since this has occurred but okay would constantly allow her boyfriend to stay in our dorm like for weeks at a time oh is that even and allowed no okay <laughs> no okay. it's not um but he would like use our shower and stuff too and that was just kind of like a boundary that we had Ooh. to bring up to her and was we were like hey we don't really like that that's happening this is like where we live we yeah. he lives on campus also so like he can use his own space for yeah. things that i mean at least you know he's he clean to do. but like... i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's definitely so that... an awkward yeah, conversation to have too Mm-hmm. Um, I that's the horror stories I've heard is like the boyfriends and like you're like kicked out of like your room or you know it's just like weird because like they're there the boyfriends are there when the roommate's not there and you're like uh this isn't your living space um the fact that you do have like a living room I think does help yeah. with having guests over yeah I think that both of us kind of have this like unspoken like it's our room mm-hmm. respect that but also my roommate lives pretty close she's like an hour and a half away so mm-hmm. on the times that i have had friends come stay with me for a weekend we've just kind of planned ahead like she'll be home mm-hmm. when my friend is here so it's like not yeah. overwhelming with like the three of us in there yeah where does your boyfriend go does he go to your school or a different school a uh, different school okay. he did a plus hours at stlcc for last year and this year he's a year older than me okay. um and then this coming fall he'll be at missouri s and t in rolla so Ooh, okay. the difference between here and home <laughs> gotcha gotcha so like when you hold on i'm trying to figure out how to like word it mm-hmm. no i guess never well how do you okay so from like your perspective when you want to have like your boyfriend hang out because obviously he doesn't live on campus and he won't have like a dorm of his own to go to while he's visiting you or you're visiting him like what what like personal boundaries do you know to set that like you know some people don't know and some people like I feel like get nervous because they're like well I want my friend or I want my boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever to be able to like also feel comfortable and at home without you know feeling like I'm pushing them out but you know not doing weird I you know what I mean yeah absolutely i think that it's just something where you have to be willing to communicate with your roommate i think that a lot of the problem is just miscommunication or not having a conversation about it Mm -hmm. we like to make sure make sure each other knows like when we're having a guest come so we know whether or not like we'll be in town whether we have plans that like kind of would conflict with having a guest Mm-hmm. in our room I just think that a lot of it is just being open and willing maybe put yourself in a little bit of an uncomfortable position to have that conversation for the comfort of your guest that's mm-hmm. coming to stay with you and I think that that's something that like probably should be discussed towards the beginning mm-hmm. of living with this other person because it's almost worse to like let it just be a confusing gray area until it right. like needs to be decided right and then when it's like 
you know, time to be deciding you've waited that long. You're like, no, oh, I haven't complained about it before. So they're going to be like, where is this coming from? Yeah. And I think like whether you do or don't have like a boyfriend or girlfriend or partner at the time, I mean, I don't know, friends, but like say like, hey, here's our rule for any sort of any guest that comes over. And I love how you said like the commu- communication part of it because I feel like it's so like downplayed but like communication is like the key factor and I know that's like such a cliche too but when you're open and you're willing to talk about like even you know future potential issues of you know what's gonna happen where are they gonna go where are they gonna sleep if they don't have a place like just figuring out every single not every single detail but the major ones I think is important and it shows that you know, you're willing to work together and, and find a solution that makes everyone happy. Um, I, I remember one of the horror stories when I was debating about going away and, you know, then having to have a roommate because like I wasn't, I was going to live on campus for the first year is someone told me, and this is from a friend through a friend. So like it may or may not be real, but like, I feel like I, it, it wouldn't shock me if it wasn't real or it wouldn't shock me if it was real, but, um, like say that your roommate had like they were like physical keys or key cards one of the two but it was it wasn't like a code and they had a copy of the key and they gave the copy of the key to their friend and their friend popped in all the time randomly to your room that would drive me nuts I would feel so unsafe I would feel creeped out all the time and they would say like that their roommate's friends would just pop in when like the roommate wasn't even there like the roommate was in class and I was like absolutely not we are not playing that game yeah I have a friend well now she's a mutual friend between the two of us but um I have a friend that we hang out a lot but it's never been like a showing up without the other one there right right it's just, I mean, I would feel uncomfortable as the friend going into their room when they're not there. Like, I don't know. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, what is, what do you think it was like the biggest challenge for you moving away just in general being on your own that um, like not a lot of people are fully prepared for? I think that just making the transition was the hardest part. I remember on the second day of classes last semester, I was in my car because of lack of privacy with a roommate. I walked to my car, sat in my car, called my dad and told him how much I wanted to come home because I just felt like I didn't fit in, but I hadn't given myself the chance to fit in. And I think that's something that is hard to go from high school to college because in high school, usually, in most cases, you've grown up with these people, you know everyone, you've known them since you were like five years old, and then to move away and have to reset everything and start new right. is really, really difficult and overwhelming. I think that's the thing that like really caught me off guard the most. Yeah, and and like I feel that because I've definitely felt that. And also, you know, being two days in, like, I mean, you really haven't experienced anything and it's all still kind of like first impressions for at least the first week or two, but it can Absolutely. feel so overwhelming. And being away from home, you're like, I can't run back home really quickly. Like I have to be here. And um, I think something also that's like downplayed is like it's totally normal to feel overwhelmed. And like the transition of, you know, your parents, drop you off and they're like 
have fun see ya we'll, we'll see you at break like that can feel like not that you're being abandoned but like you don't have any you know don't have anywhere to go conveniently I don't know you Absolutely. know what I mean though yeah I think that being three hours away is something that was actually beneficial if I lived on campus in St. Louis and I had the same overwhelming feeling on the second day of classes I think I would have gone home mm-hmm. and that would not have been good I think that being forced to stay here mm-hmm. and forced to finish the week and continue is something that in the moment was horrible and I hated it so much but it was really beneficial that I didn't have the opportunity to just drive home right and like it's totally normal like call your parents or whoever you feel like close to to like say like you know I'm really having like not a great day and like I'm feeling really overwhelmed and like you know just keep like going though don't let that be like this is how college is gonna be because it's not is there anything that you think would be helpful for someone transitioning like to not pre-prep because I think it's still going to hit everyone in its own way but like things that could have helped like comfort you or you know even as the week went on I think that's something to really keep in mind when you are having feelings of feeling overwhelmed and stressed and unsure of everything going on around you is that every other college freshman is feeling the same exact thing everyone is feeling confused and overwhelmed because of not only just the amount of people but also the change that's happening in everyone's life during this like transition age of moving from high school to college so everyone's experiencing it not to downplay what you're feeling obviously because it's important to acknowledge it but just to know that like you're not in it alone no matter how alone it could feel in that moment right no I love that and I think that especially like you see like on Instagram everyone having fun and you know certain people rushing and um doing like the like you know here are my new friends and posting but like it might not always feel like that for them you know it is again cliche as it sounds like Instagram is usually a highlight reel no one is typically posting about how many mental breakdowns they've had in the first week of college um I mean maybe on their private story but you know not everyone gets to see that um but like you you're you know you just have to give it a chance going with an open mind um but tell people if you're feeling super overwhelmed and see you know how they can help you because I I agree that like there is that feeling of I'm alone you know everyone feels like doing they're doing everything alone but likely chances is other people are in similar boats absolutely um, so you're still, you're finishing up your first year at college, so you're still a freshman. Um, what, is there any, like, advice going into freshman year, because it's, like, you know, fresh on your mind, um, things that would help anyone else for this upcoming year to prepare anything, like, even while you were still in high school? Um, I think it's really important to have the tools you need on top of your classes as cliche that sounds i am an avid planner user and google Mm -hmm. calendars google Um, calendar is yes no literally it's so convenient mine's color i think that it's important same 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 (laughs) i think it's really important to understand that it is very than high school the classes are different not even harder always just like 
a little bit more independent. You have to mm-hmm. take care of things on your own. I think it's important to sit down at the beginning of the semester and write down all of your assignments and your planner and write down what all of your tests are so you can plan ahead and not be caught off guard when things are due. The biggest thing that I learned was you have to read the syllabus. And I know in high school, everyone, you know, just had their parents sign the thing and turned it in and you would be okay. You have to read the syllabus and look over it because most of the time there'll be tests, assignments, projects in there that your professor will never mention ever until it's like, it's due. And like, usually they don't even say like, did you turn it in? It's just been due and you then have a zero. And I know it sounds so boring, but literally read it. And the other thing too, that I was always told when like, I'm online now, but when I was in person is you want to introduce yourself to your professor within the first week. And like, I mean, you don't have to be like, oh my gosh, hi, it's me. Like I'm the best person ever. But just like say like, hi, like I'm really excited for your class. Even if it's an email at first, um, but saying, you know, I'm really excited. and then if I have any questions, how can I like, you know, meet with you or anything like that? Because it shows that you are, you know, you care about your grades, you care mm-hmm. about how you do in the class. Um, but you're also, you know, not afraid to ask for questions. Usually they have like office hours and that's usually also listed in the syllabus. But nine times out of 10, you're going to like get the vibe of the professor, but they're going to usually, you know, like you like you more I don't know if like is the best thing but like at least respect you more even more yeah I as a student think, I think it's really important especially to do that if you are taking a class for your major or minor mm. if you meet and introduce yourself to the faculty of what you are wanting to do with the rest of your life you're going to encounter these people more than the one time you have them in class So I think it's really important to make a good first impression and introducing yourself is absolutely a good way to make that first impression good. They can definitely help get you jobs like in the long run too because I know some Mm -hmm. people go back to their freshman professors and are like I need a recommendation or like I I mean some of my like freshman professors were people that I went back to sophomore year and was like hey like I you know I need help with this or I need your opinion on this or you know they'll help you with like choosing like the next professor when you're you know having to decide what classes to take because I remember for English I really liked my professor and she wasn't teaching like the next stage of English level um and so I was like who do you who do you recommend and she was like I didn't say this to you but I wouldn't go with this person if you like my personality my teaching style I would go Mm -hmm. with this person and I got in that person's class and it was amazing but even like realizing I mean I think you know this in high school but college there are so many different teaching styles and there isn't necessarily as strict of a curriculum that they have to follow so if you're like I need a class that's like the least paper heavy you know or like I'm better at projects than I am at writing like ask that stuff because no one I don't think anyone's really ever told ask stuff like that but there's no harm in saying like this is what I prefer or like you know I'm better with the teachers that do this or or professors or that that explain it that way or teach this way and and I think that's really helpful absolutely I think it's really important to also look into rate my professor or Missouri State uses I grade or something like that okay just to know like how the professor teaches and even if the professor has a bad rating if you read the reviews and it's people that 
don't like papers and that's why they gave them a bad rating because Mm -hmm. they assign a lot of papers but if you're good at writing them then you might enjoy that professor even though the rating for the professor is low and I think it's just important to know how you learn the best Mm -hmm. and compare that to what the I grade rate my professor websites say I I totally agree with that. I wouldn't solely base it off of their rating because I've had amazing professors and they've gotten like a three star out of five. And I'm like, huh? But it it is all on preference. Now, if it says that they are rude, I would trust that more times than not. Like character is different than, oh, they gave me a bad grade on my paper. Like, okay, sometimes Mm -hmm. they are more harsh graders. But when you're introducing yourself to them going into it, like that's that's when you introduce yourself and be like, you know, I I really like writing, but I don't feel like it's my strongest suit. Um, as as you grade, can you give me better um, like critiques so I can make it better? And then when they see that you're making the effort, sometimes they're like a little more lenient grading because if they can see that you're trying. But like that's why you communicate to people and you talk to people because like the professors are also humans. Like. <laughs> absolutely round trip back to the whole communication thing exactly exactly talking to people and being sociable and i know it's hard after covid and everyone's on their phone and social media but like that can literally not make or break but that can extremely help you and your success in life and just it's practice talking to people that you don't know and you might feel you know a little intimidated by talking to just do it and call it practice if it ends up badly but they're not going if they're if they're a nice person they're not going to laugh at you like you can't unless you're rude but like you know you can't say anything wrong if you're trying to get help um yeah okay last question before we wrap up the episode what is what is the first thing when you get to campus like what was the first thing that you would do slash like take advantage of? And not like the exact day, but like, you know, the first week or so. Um, I think that it's really important to attend like first week events. I know Missouri State has a few just like student led events where everyone goes, you just get to meet a lot of people. I think it's really important to take those opportunities to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, just meeting people in class, like exchange numbers with people within the first week in case you need to miss class. The people in your class are more likely to help you stay caught up than your professors a lot of the time. Yeah. Just because they're like taking the class, not teaching it. But I think trying to create connections and networking with people your own age is really important to feel less alone and also a little bit more established and comfortable where you are yes i 100 percent agree and i hate the i'm too cool for that because i felt like that i was like i'm too cool to like meet people but being a commuter you're even more shut out from like the social aspect because people know each other for being sweet mates and roommates people know each other because they're on the same floor usually like dorms have like some sort of like floor get together not meet up but like I mean, I remember like the involvement crew or like the RAs or whatever you call them, depending on what school you go to, have like, you know, game night. Like go to those, even if you're like the only one, like they have to be there, but like go to them and have fun. Don't think too much about it. Like your social status is not going to like 
go under because you went to that thing and you look like a nerd like no one cares because you're putting effort out to meet new people and then it's on them like they're missing out um but I definitely wish I made or I definitely wish I took more no I definitely wish I took advantage more of like the events at least starting out because I did make a lot of friends in classes and even though I'm not on campus right now and I'm just doing online classes like from freshman year I still stay I still stay in touch with like a good handful. Yeah, I think it's really good to establish people in the beginning just because once people find their cliques, it's a little bit harder to Mm -hmm. make friends in that way. But don't let the fact that you don't have friends during your first week there be a like discouraging factor in still trying to make friends. You're still going to have new classes every semester with those opportunities. Yeah. I I still remember the first day of one of my classes, these girls were all sitting together and it was a predominantly like male filled class in this back table of like three girls. And I was like, they all look like they know each other. They all look like they're close friends, but like, let me like join them. And then later in the semester, I was like, oh, I thought you guys were like all really close. They're like, we had one class right before that all together. That's the only reason why we were all together. And I was like, you know, you feel like the outsider a lot of times but especially in the beginning they're all just scared and you're all just trying to like group together and kind of form a group so don't be afraid to ask like can I sit with you guys like just just be a little bit more extroverted just like two percent in the front end yeah absolutely yeah I also think it's important to not be afraid to do things on your own as well mm-hmm. I was afraid at first to like go to the dining hall by myself and stuff like that but I think having to make a more independent like life change like moving away you're on your own now allows for more independence and other ask just like feeling more comfortable doing things alone I was literally scared to go to the bathroom by myself in college (laughs) as an 18 year old like yeah (laughs) And, and, you know, City and Starbucks was, like, the next thing. But, like, and, of course, it shut down from COVID after, like, immediately after. I was mm-hmm. like, yes, I can do it. But um, just, you know, you just have to do it once. And when you know it's, like, not the end of the world, you'll be fine. Just do it. No one's going to think you're weird. There are so many people that also sit alone. Like, you know. Um, but, yeah, definitely get out there a little bit more. And you don't have to like throw yourself out in front of traffic in the sense of like, hello, I'm here. I'm a, I've arrived to the campus. Um, but you know, introduce yourself to people. Don't be afraid to like ask someone if they're sitting alone in Starbucks and there aren't any other tables, like, can I use this chair or like, you know, sit with them. I don't know, depending on, you know, but (laughs) don't be afraid. It's just right. It's just important to not be afraid. No one's going to think you think of you any differently just because you asked to sit at the table right you might not ever see them again or that you made their day who knows (laughs) yeah well thank you for coming on to the podcast of course it was really fun (laughs) thank you and thank you guys for listening